This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. Thank comrade for the generous support of Special Chronicles. And this episode 289 is brought to you by listeners like you. Please help support us at Special Chronicles with your tax-deductible donation today to help us continue our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. Please go to specialchronicles.com slash given. That's specialchronicles.com slash given. And we thank you for your generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. This week on Special Chronicles, our speechless commentary continues, talking about disability on TV. And our co-host Sarah is back. All that is coming up right now on SpecialChronicles.com. You're listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is the show where we're podcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective. We are giving a voice to people with special needs. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. We are back, and this is episode 289. Finally, we're recording. And back is the occasional podcaster. From our speechless commentary, we're back with season two finale, kind of, talking about disability on TV. Welcome back, okay, occasional podcast, Sarah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't drop off the face there. No, in case, in case you, in case you all were wondering. Uh, <laughs> I don't think people were, but. No. Maybe they were, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but. We so see, season we we had you you did the show notes today. Don't I always do the show notes? <laughs> yeah, um, and then I handle all the other stuff. Right, um, and I am I'm pulling up the. I had it up. I have them printed. You did I, for the first time ever. <laughs> and when did you start the <laughs> start <laughs> start coming on the show? I have no idea. Yeah, I've been gone a long time. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you you have, and I uh, I'll I don't know how many of all um, listeners actually uh, noticed I was gone. It, yeah, it noticed that you're gone. Old, old, or that we <laughs> are still doing the speechless commentary. Well, we are and we're not, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that, and and we'll uh, if, if 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 you guys, I I. I the last episode was oh, speechless kind of commentary. I think that, that was last fall that we did that. I think we started with the first episode and then went, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and, and, then, and, and then we did, I, think, I, I, I want to say it was episode four. Or, uh, or was yeah, something, yeah, something stuck out, stood out. But, yeah. And then <coughs> you kept watching and producing shows and my life just... 
stuff happen in my life that we don't need to get into. No. Um, that I kind of just went, eh. Um, you know, my well, one thing was my on-demand stop loading episodes of Speechless, and that's when I watch, would watch Speechless. And then um, I broke my cable. Um, so I had no cable for, well, actually, I had no TV. That's how badly I broke everything. Um, but now I have a DVR. And so now you can go back and... Well, no, because now it's still all the Speechless episodes. So the last Speechless episode I watched was a Star Wars episode, which I'm sorry to all our friends at SQPN, but I so don't understand Star Wars. So anything I, Star Wars related, I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm done. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I, I think I've only watched one, one of those Star Wars movies. I mean, I even the the new ones I have not watched either. So no, I like just... I, that. That's I jokingly tell people, and this is not, not so much a joke, but that's when I realized boys' brains and girls' brains were different because of Star Wars. Yeah. Because I remember watching like ten minutes of it with my cousins, who happened to be all guys, and they were all fascinated by it. And I'm like. Really, how impressive is this? Like, I'm so checked. So, you know, between the Star Wars episode, my, you know, lack of on-demand availability, then my cable breaking, then other stuff. I was just kind of like, you know what? Uh, yeah. You know, at some point, there's no, like, you shouldn't even bother catching up. No. So, you know. <coughs> but you kept watching, so what did you think? Well, I, I, I kept watching just to kind of see where where the stories would go and i noticed on and uh it, it was the season two finale the um jj had entered a film festival and he was being honored for the sake of his disability and not for like there was a whole bunch of people with the, the disabilities be being honored and it it wasn't for like the story an actual accomplishment yeah for an actual uh, uh, accomplishment so it was interesting that they brought that into the story um yeah but that's real yeah i mean i think no, that, if you didn't bring that into the story i don't think people would realize what they're doing no like i was at in the midst of the chaos that my life has been the last couple of months. Um, yeah. I swam in a big swim meet. I mean, well, the biggest I think I've ever swam in. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding you. I had people come up to me and tell me I was an inspiration. I was incredible. I, I, w I got called a warrior by people. And I'm like, Really? This is why you need teammates, because I literally had teammates come up to me afterwards and went, yeah, that was good. That was so not your best swim. You had more in you. But then I had other people telling me I was a warrior. So um, yeah. so I think if you don't point that oh. kind of thing out to people of like you're congratulating people for accomplishing nothing, then people won't change. Yeah. So, so I, I thought it it was good that they brought that at least to the attention of the mainstream right. public. Um, 
And something we'll maybe get to doing the picks of the week, or if we have that segment <laughs> at, at the end. But um, respectability and organization in based out of uh, Walkville, Maryland, I believe. Uh, they so like the Washington D.C. area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out a Hollywood disability in the respectability guide to inclusion in the entertainment industry. So talking about inclusion, <coughs> and uh, I took I don't know a uh, whole bunch of notes here. Um, but one of the things that they brought up was the need f- that that what. In, in TV, uh, there's a lot of disability straight white males on TV, and the need to kind of have more diversity when it comes to the portrayal of um, disabilities. And I'll, I I briefly skimmed through their guide. Uh, they 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 just updated it. Uh, I think March twentieth. Uh, somewhere I don't have it in front of me here, but um, and I actually got to look at it before they actually released it. Um, it's the power of being in the media. Uh, and I did nothing, so no, no. <laughs> I'm sure at some point you thought I dropped off the face of the earth because I don't even think I've talked to you in the past month. No, no. Um, but this this toolkit, I I, I thought it was really interesting that they put together uh they 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 didn't really mention podcasting in in this toolkit but one of the they had a number of different guests on and one person had said what is it here uh that uh any anyone can do a podcast and that you can reach a larger community um is it there's a there's a few different disability podcasts out there right i mean besides this that this show that um it has been a while yeah, since and now i can't think of what they are i mean i can look it up yeah though isn't there the one in new york city the the accessible stall yeah um, um, and hang on, I'm looking up another one. Okay. So, um, um, let's see. Oh, Alice Wong has a podcast. Okay. Um, and I don't know what the name of it is and I haven't listened to it just as a disclaimer. I just know she has it cause it's popped up on my Facebook page. Um, I've, I, I've, I I want to say I've heard of that, but I I I, I haven't listened to it either. Uh, those these we uh, can link it in the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll put a link in the show notes. Those the accessible stall. Um, there's plenty of those. Um, and but back to this toolkit that I had mentioned. Uh, Focuses on all different types of disabilities, uh, not just uh, not just um, physical or anything. Uh, 
oh invisible visible but it, it they they touch on a, a lot of different different types and how to make hollywood and um different filmmakers to be more inclusive and accessible they they mentioned so in the well they mentioned speechless they 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 mentioned uh uh you didn't put this in, in the show notes, Sarah, but they mentioned Bone This Way, uh, which is more... You put that in the show notes. Okay, yeah, I I put it in the show notes. That um, was his one contribution to the show notes. Yeah, my one. And if 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 you listening missed our conversations with the cast, all the cast members of have been on this program, as well as the creator, Jonathan Moe. Uh, so, little shameless plug there of you. I'm interested in some in interesting behind-the-scenes stories from that show. Uh, they also yeah, but like I told you in the pre-show, pre-show yeah. or whatever you want to, our lack of preparedness, and then let's pull it together and <laughs> podcast. My, I don't want to say complaint, but complaint. I'll, we'll just say complaint because yeah. I can't think of a better word um, about. Born This Way is it's a reality show. I can name you. I can't tell you how many real like sh- reality or docu series type shows or documentaries that deal with disability, but not like fictionalized on TV. Although, but then we get into the whole thing of but when disability is fictionalized, then they have an able bodied actor playing a disabled character. So yeah, yeah, and and I'm and, sure there's some kind of intersection there, but yeah, and and this kinda, yeah, yeah, and and with Boneless Way, it actually though actually bringing some spotlight in with though with the stories of these with these uh, these young adults. Uh, right, but they're real people. So yeah, at yeah, some yeah, point, yeah. it's. I mean, yes, having a camera follow you around will alter your life. Yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, um, and, and they don't show everything on the right. show, and and they. I want to say uh, they've won. The show has won three Emmy awards, but like, I, it seems like more people are being invested in that show. And I, I want to say they got picked up for season four. So it be interesting to see, you know, how many seasons seasons of the show can they actually produce? <laughs> well, and can we bring up a point that I put in the show yeah. notes that was so deep in the show notes? I think you um, might have missed it. I put in there, why are some disabilities more accepted on TV and not others? Yeah, yeah. Why? Look- and I mean, like, I've had discussions with with this, and it's not just TV. So this is, again, I don't think we need to put, like, the ranting hash, t- you know, the ranting tag on no, this. No, 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 but no. But maybe. Maybe. We'll see, we'll see when I'm done. Um, why is Down syndrome so acceptable on TV? And why is Down syndrome so much more acceptable in, quote-unquote, real life? then I feel like any other disability, 
Like, can I tell you on World Down Syndrome Day, a yeah. lot of our friends were Catholic. Yeah. How many of them acknowledged World Down Syndrome Day, but they Wait. acknowledged they acknowledge no other disability awareness month day. I, the, yeah. Day yeah. That I'm like, Oh my God, do you realize, you realize like, it's just one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel it's just one disability. There's tons of other awareness and acceptance, you know, be it CP, LD, autism, uh, like so many other that, that you, and why are they always courageous? Like, it's like they're living their lives. I just don't like it. I don't want to say it makes me want to pull my hair out, but literally there's some days it just makes me want to pull. My, I'm at this point, I have to walk away from the computer. Um, like I'm probably going to keep saying 97 times through this episode, this past month in my life has just been nuts. So things have set me off more than they would typically. Yeah. And, other things, I'm just like, walk away. I can't even be bothered. Um, but, yeah, like World Down Syndrome Day, I literally had to just, like, get off of social media for the day. Because it was, that's all I saw. Like, anything else could have happened on the planet. And I feel like nobody would have noticed. Yeah. And, and, I, you... I I think people need when it comes to acceptance and and awareness need to actually bring other disabilities into the spotlight and and showcase those types of of, of stories because like it's not just it's not just you can't just just have one that. Like th those, so many other stories that I think TV show. You know, it it it's great that Boneless Way at, at least brought that. But I I think maybe what Jonathan Moy or other producers need to do is is bring other disabilities into the right. forefront to then you know other of our friends will then see that, okay, these disabilities are just as acceptable. Well, okay, kind, not to push back on you yeah. on this, but there's nothing to accept here. No. Like, yes, it would be nice if you accepted me, but whether or not you accept me, and the fact that I have CP, I'm still here. It's not going to be like, I don't accept you, go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, I'm not like a political thing you can vote in and out of office every two to four years. You can't be like, oh, I don't want to deal with people with CP right now. We can get rid of them at the midterm elections. I'm sorry. We're here. We're staying. You know, like, we're here. We're staying. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so, as we were talking about... TV. And our lack of prep, prep. Um, we were going to talk about what we wanted to see on TV versus what we don't want to see on TV. Yeah. Nothing new against the Down Syndrome community, but I would like to see a little less of them and a little bit more everybody else. Yeah, I, I, I want to... Uh, I've... I want to... Either fictional TV or even... Even 
um, the unstructured reality. Yeah, to see other disabilities, whether it's LD or CP or other ones, to bring more light into those stories and what we deal with on a, a, on daily um, uh, a basis and, and, and bring those. Um, there was one, you, I think, Sarah, you put it in the show, you might have put it in the show notes. Um, did, no, maybe you didn't. Uh, those are Oh, but now autism is becoming like the new, I don't know, like the new, like, in fashion thing to show on TV. Yeah, with with with, with the good doctor and atypical and oh, parenthood was from the past. But um, which should I tell? Should I tell our listeners what I put in the show notes about the good doctor, atypical, and parenthood? Yeah, le- let's just say, um, listeners, you can send your hate mail to yeah um, feedback I'm at special chronicles. I'm saying this from a story perspective. Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily saying this from a although. Okay, like, I think, I don't know, it's just, and I've posted, if you look back on my Facebook page, I've posted several articles on why other people think these shows are not so good, mm-hmm. so it's not just me, okay. but again, if you want to send your hate mail, you can send it to Dan, and he will forward it to me, and I well, will probably read it and not respond. So, this is what I put in the show notes, and literally, it was like the first three things I put on there. The Good Doctor is so bad. Atypical is worse. Parenthood, why was it such a big deal? Yeah. Because I remember when Parenthood was on, because I changed yeah. it on Netflix. Yeah. Everybody like, was raving about how good the portrayal of somebody with autism spectrum disorder, it, how like good it was. Yeah, it was good, fine, but let's go back to the point where it was still played by... An actor that does not have autism. Yeah. Um, same thing with the good doctor. And, and oh my god, atypical, atypical is just so bad. Yeah. I just and it got picked up for a second season. How? Uh, yeah. Ugh! It was so bad. What I if and I, it seems like a lot of these shows do consult with either autism groups or people, but. The, there was an, another movie, and I, I I didn't put it in the show notes because I didn't do as much prep as you did, Sarah. But there's a movie called. I didn't even do prep. I've just watched, been watching <laughs> Netflix forever because I had no cable for a week. <laughs> there's another movie another... called uh, A Boy Called Paul. P O. Um, at, at, when I actually talked with the director and then the actor, so the director is John Ashow, his Dan was William Ashow, um, who do, uh, and and his son's on the autism. Spe- his son, yeah, yeah, son, yeah, yeah. And also, we should also mention if anybody that has autism is watching this. I know there are some people that don't mind being called autistic. But I, I kind of use them interchangeably. I tend to use, like, the safer option for the sake of listenership. Um, yeah, me too. I, so, I'm, anyway. Uh, and I won't even get into people false language. Uh, right. So. That's a whole other episode. Um, that's, yeah, and, yeah. But, yeah. but 
the, in a- atypical was just so bad. Can I just tell you? Yeah. I don't even think it highlighted autism. This is what I think it highlighted. How absolutely uncomfortable some families are having a child with autism and how freaked out they get about their child not being accepted. And here's the thing. The kid doesn't care. Yeah. I, I literally, a friend of ours has a TV podcast and I, I sent her a message on Facebook and was like, please do not watch this. It is really bad. Yeah. And I think she still watched it, but I'm not sure, but it's, Again, I'm sure there are people that disagree with me, but I just thought it was so bad. Yeah, and, and the good doctor just lost me on not even the autism portrayal, the medical portrayal of things is like. Yeah, I with just the, with the good doctor. I've I've only watched a, a couple of the episodes, so I yeah, I'm I'm not way in, into that show either. The only reason I'm going to still be watching The Good Doctor is for Richard Schiff because I liked him on The West Wing, which I told you is now my was is like my new favorite TV show. Yeah. However, they gave him a brain tumor in the last episode, so if he, of this past season. Oh, so if he dies, I'm out. Right. So if anybody from The Good Doctor is listening, you kill off Richard Schiff's character, I'm out. So um yeah, you never know if someone will listen. Um, but that the movie A Boy Called Paul, one of the questions I had asked John uh, when he uh, when they made the movie about why they wanted to cast an actor who didn't have autism, and because in the movie, I, did you see this movie? No, it's on Netflix now. Um, I it. They, they they had a different name for the movie when I actually interviewed John, but there's some uh, imaginary scenes where the character that de- doesn't have autism in this uh, in like in his mind he doesn't have autism, so they wanted to cast someone who could kind of go in and out, right? Um, and that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that made sense. So, if uh, and it, both John, uh, director John Asho and Julian, Bado, I believe his name is, um, it both have been on this program, and John actually <laughs> tried to call up doing <laughs> doing the recording of the podcast. So. <laughs> That was like on air. <laughs> I mean, we were taping it, but oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say what? Yeah. Um. Uh. So that's another movie we can maybe put in the show notes if if yeah. if, if you guys want to go check out. I wrote it down. A boy called Paul. Um. Uh, let's. What other? Oh, um. Back to the good doctor. Um. I. I I got this out of the um, respectability uh, disability toolkit. I don't know what do you call it disability inclusion toolkit. Uh, they they had hired a 
27 year old with autism who worked in a visual effects studio and so like i guess he helped to create a lot of those visual effects in the good doctor but that's more behind the camera right and i think one of the from what i read been granted i have to go back through like months of articles on my facebook page and mm. i probably won't do it <laughs> i think what well i won't do it it would be surprising if i did so <laughs> check the show notes if it's there i did work if it's not look it up yeah. i think one of the arguments from the autism community about the good doctor is the fact that they portray the character of Sean as someone with autism that also has um, savant syndrome. Yeah. So he's like a genius. And that tends to be how people with autism are portrayed on TV, but the actual prevalence of savantism or savant syndrome with somebody on the autism spectrum isn't as high mm -hmm. as as tv makes it seem yeah so i think yeah anyway um but you know and then there's also the argument of now there's i don't want to say it's a new argument but it's showing up on the internet more often of the argument of using or rather not using the labels high functioning low functioning yeah and there's when it a, comes to autism yeah so. there's also the using the term Asperger's and autism um and my sister who's now a doctor in physical therapy when i had uh, a couple years ago when she, uh, right before she graduated I had her on just as a last-minute guest. Um, and she told me that it's now uh, just autism, that Asperger's is just, like, on the autism. Wasn't it a waste? Didn't they try and... I thought they tried to make it something separate, and then they were like, no. No, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Then, then now, now it's just all one um whatever i feel like at some point we're all gonna end up with something on like in the dsm yeah i feel like everybody on the planet at some point if we and there's nothing wrong with disability so the fact that i'm saying like yeah. i'm not saying everybody should have a disability or should not have a disability i'm just saying at some point when is everybody gonna have a die if at all when I'm, I'm is gonna everybody gonna have, have a, a Diagnostic um, code. Yeah, a, like, a oh. label to yeah, a um label to actually right. Yeah, um, there are some people that like I work with. They're like, oh, I have a disability. I can't whatever, and they just like make something up. And I want to look at them and go, and yes, this is me being judgmental. I understand that. And I go, no, you don't. Go sit down and get to work. Like, eh. Yeah. Like, when they go, I have ADD, I can't sit still for this long. Okay, well, then maybe this isn't the job for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Which, I feel like I put that somewhere in. The show notes? The show notes. Oh, yes, I did. So, what I said was, and this goes back to the good doctor, and Grey's Anatomy, and don't even ask me what season, because, again, 
watched it when it was on and then binge watched it and now I'm caught up. There was, they had a character, again, with Asperger's or whatever, um, a quote-unquote higher functioning person with autism. And they hired her to be the chief of something, some specialty. And she said, no, I don't like it here. People are playing games. She wasn't understanding the sarcasm, like, you know, the basic social cues that happen in a workplace. So she went, this is not the place for me. I'm going to go get another job. Mm -hmm. And actually, she was at least respected enough and good at her job that she could go do that. Now, is that the case for everybody? No. But I respected the fact that Grey's Anatomy went, let's not, like, try and shove the square peg in the round hole. Let's just have her show up, have a short storyline, acknowledge that this isn't the right work environment for her, and then leave. Mm-hmm. I And I know people don't appreciate that. There are some people that are, like, so into inclusion, they want to, like, reinvent the wheel. Yeah. If this isn't the job for me, this isn't the job for me. So I appreciated that they at least did that. So there yeah. you go. There's a small tangent, but not really. Well, well back to uh, now uh, we're mostly talking about tv but right. i don't uh if you touched the oscars um and i uh, i was looking on I, I i just had it on in the background but and and then i went on twitter and and saw that the short film the silent child who they feature in act it's it's a british film i believe and uh they've Actually, feature an actor who's deaf <laughs> to play this um, uh, character who's who, who's deaf. I haven't seen the short film. Uh, I was trying to contact. This is like right after the Oscars. I was trying try, trying to contact the uh, press people or to reach out to them to see a copy of it. Or, um, but the 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 British actress actress who actually, I believe, directed this or wrote this, was also on that show Switched at Both. But I, you need to okay. put that, that in the show notes, that show. Um, but Which, that show, can I say, I find it to be incredibly realistic, but yeah. I couldn't watch that show because I usually watch TV shows while I'm doing other things. Yeah. And because they subtitle the scenes that are all in ASL. Well, yeah. I was like, oh, why is this? Why is the it, TV so quiet? And I would literally miss like 10 minutes of the show. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I actually have to pay attention for this. Yeah. So, well, so uh, it's a good show, but just people need to know you have to pay attention. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes if, if you watch it on, on demand, you might have to, you know, pause and actually, um, and to be able to actually read all those subtitles. Uh, You're like, wait, I missed something. But yeah, what did what, I miss? What, and what, I'm not even kidding. You know those times you think you've missed something? And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those times you think you've missed something on TV, but you can kind of like understand that you missed something. So you go back. Switch to birth. You can miss things and not even know you missed it. Yeah. Until like 
four episodes later, and you're like, wait, when did that happen? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, uh, and we could get into other films, but I mean, there's that, that toolkit, they, they went through a a, um, whole bunch of, uh, not just TV, but film, and uh, those, the kid animation, that movie, Finding Dowie, those, uh, they also. Okay. Can we? Did you think that was a disability movie? I didn't think that it was. I I I I know that it, that like a lot of people tried to pull it into a disability movie, and I, you you probably could make some. I think you can make the argument for, it, but I think, in as we've talked about before, yeah. In my head, parents of kids with disabilities are like a whole different community of people yeah no totally okay i totally didn't get that it was a disability movie until all these articles started showing up of like oh because of finding dory my kid's gonna be more accepted in school and all this stuff and i'm like where did you get that from yeah it's which i was like oh okay i can see that but it took me a minute but that's kind of what we were talking about in the pre-show of we don't want the disability show. We want, like, just throw things in there to get you, people yeah, used yeah. to the disability part. Yeah, which I was like, although I have to say, in Finding Dory, the octopus missing a leg, my favorite character in Finding Dory. Actually, my favorite scene was, I'm an octopus, but I'm, it's something like, I'm an octopus, but I'm missing a leg. And Dory goes, oh, so you're a septopus. Favorite line in the entire movie. And I yeah. thought it was hysterical. And everybody else I watched the movie, that's like, oh, you have to watch this part. We have to watch it again. I thought it was great. Yeah. The, Best 30 seconds of the entire movie. In my opinion. So if you guys liked Finding Dolly, let us know. Uh, but that's another thing that, and then this may bring us off topic totally, but when it comes to parents you know, uh, kids with disabilities, either, uh, you know, with Down syndrome or autism or whatever. Uh, I, I've noticed, especially, like, on Instagram and, and, and stuff, that, you know, it's, like, so many of these parents that are shining the spotlight on their young kids. And what... what would they actually like would the actual kid want them to like disclose their their disability or well see and i I actually in my you know when you and i met when i had class before after i did my presentation i can't remember at this point that whole summer is like a blur i remember we met i remember nothing else i remember meeting for breakfast i remember nothing else about that week when I said to you, my weeks are packed. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like basically a big blank spot in my brain. Um, but I have, I don't know. I feel like it's, some, sometimes I feel like my family's like the Noah's Ark of disability. Like, at some point, we've, like, I've got this, somebody else has got this. But it's, like, not a huge deal in my family. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's who you, like. A part of who, yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, fine. Um. Like, not a big deal. Um, and during my presentation that I was telling you about, yeah. 
which I can't remember if it was before or after, but well, no our listeners can go can um, go back and actually listen to the uh, podcast of it. Oh, the, yeah, the one that we um, recorded. So, in my question and answer segment mm-hmm. for my presentation, because it was for I don't know if anybody who's listening has ever defended a thesis, but there's usually a question and answer. Or, or, you know, a firing squad of questions. Um, It was kind of like that, but nicer. And (laughs) somebody had said to me, actually a couple people, because I had brought in a couple stories about my cousins in my presentation. And I had somebody say, we would like it if you took your project and talked about, like, the story that you said about this. And, like, tell the world. And I said, I don't want to tell the world He's 10. Like, that's his story to tell. That's not my story to tell. I'm telling you about him from my point of view. I'm not telling... Like, I didn't run this past him. He doesn't... I was like... So, like, I don't even tell people what his disability is. Because I don't even know if he wants to be identified as disabled. Yeah. And he's young enough that at some point... And am I going to sit down with him someday and say, how would you like me to address you? No. No. I'm going to take the cue from him. So. Yeah. 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 Um, the, I, I think, uh, and those, a lot of man, parents on, either on Instagram or, or on social media, that some of them might kind of come across this podcast and, you know, they might have a, their own opinion or whatever, but I, I, I think that um, that it should be up to the person with the, the disability to right. to. And I think that's what is much as much I said. You atypical is bad. Um, what it does do well is show the parent perspective, and from what I see of like what is bad or the bad qualities that come out in or not so desirable qualities that come out in parents of kids with any disability. Mm -hmm. Like the main character in atypical is in high school Mm -hmm. and his parents are still going in and advocating for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a place for that, but at a certain point he's got to, be in the real world mm-hmm. and I don't know. They, I don't, before I stick my foot in my mouth, um, I'll just stop right there. But mm. yeah, so, but there are some parents who love the show and other people that were like, this is so bad. Um, so it's kind of funny in my point of view, atypical isn't about the kid, kid. which is, it's supposed to be about the kid. In my mind, it's about how nuts parents can get. Yeah, and and it it seems like with atypical that a lot of the press they'll they'll highlight in the the character with autism, but once you actually sit down and watch it and watch the show, you're like, okay, no, this this is about the mother in atypical is nuts. Yeah, if you act okay, this is my. I'm not a doctor, but I'll play one on this podcast. If you think you act anything like the mother in Atypical, please get help. 
I'm begging you, please get help. You're headed for a nervous breakdown. And not that there's anything wrong with mental illness. Yeah. However, it would I would like it for you to not have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's not good for anybody to have a nervous breakdown. So, so if you think you're headed down that path, please seek help. Not yeah. for your child, for you. For it's you, okay to seek help for you. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, we, you also put down in the show, show notes... The film, The Phantom uh, Mentals of Kaelin on Netflix. Oh, My Happy Accident of Netflix. Yeah. Okay, so that's it's based on a book, which now I want to read the book. Um, so the movie's about an unemployed writer who becomes a caregiver for somebody with yeah. muscular dystrophy. Um, and actually, I think the actor in that does not have muscular dystrophy. Um, no, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Um, but it's one of those times that I'm going to sit there and say, I don't even care that he didn't have muscular dystrophy. To me, it was such a good movie. It was, so, it was so good. If you're looking for something to watch, like if you've got like a free, I think it's like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, like on a rainy Saturday. And I say rainy or rainy day because it's raining here. It's not raining here. It, it, it is so good. Yeah. I was like, please let there be a sequel. And then when I saw that it was like in the credits, it was like based on the book, blah, 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 blah. I almost bought the book right there. Like I almost opened up Amazon and was like, I will read this book. Um, because it talks about at the end of the movie too, like the guy stops being the caregiver for this kid. And I can't even tell you the names of the characters, because I watched it so long ago. Um, Paul Rudd plays the caregiver. Yeah. Um, but it's so, it's so good. And the mother is overprotective. I will flat out tell you that. But the kid is old enough. And, the, and actually, I think he's like... Like, physically, he's disabled. But he's okay from the neck up, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so he even says to the mom, stop. And even at some point when he, when the caregiver gets to know the family situation, he goes, I got this. Like, you can like back off, mm -hmm. which I think is, and it, and then he ended up quitting becoming his, this kid's caregiver. And now they're friends, which is very much like, uh, the, you know, a handicap, this type of situation. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I was, when, when I saw that, I was thinking it's it, it, it's kind of like the guys from uh, Handicap This, uh, Tim and... Who, and shameless plug, they're stopping touring this year, so people, if you want to see them... Yeah. You should... Well, the current incarnation of Handicap This yeah. is ending this year. So, you uh, put it in the show notes, um, handicapthis.com. Yep. Yeah. It's already in the show notes. Okay. So I'll just copy and paste right. it. Um, and and uh, the, uh, Tim Tim actually came in, in studio here. Uh, and if you guys find that video on on our YouTube channel, uh, was it better than the Facebook stream? Because the Facebook stream was awful. It, it was. Uh, I I I just want to say, listen to the audio podcast because uh, I had 
I realized afterwards that uh, I forgot to tone a knob up on the mixel. And did I not? Te- did I text you during that Facebook live and I said nobody can hear anything? Yeah. yeah. Or did I just think I texted? No, you? I, th- I actually. I think you might have texted me after. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I um, that, that I, I apologize if, if if you guys did hear that. Uh, Just for our listeners, I'm not into saving Dan from like embarrassment in any sense of the word, no. but it was it was so bad. I was like, "Oh my god, you have to pull this down!" Like, yeah. I don't know if I was like, "You need to pull this down." If it was afterwards or if it was like during, I was like, "Nobody can hear you, yeah. and we can barely like you don't even know what's going on." Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so I that yeah, was the one time a, I like tried to attempted to swoop in and like help. Yeah, so clearly it didn't work, but no. I tried. <laughs> so um, listen, just go listen to the audio podcast with Tim. That one, that quality is a lot better. And uh, I, I think I listened to that one. Yes, I have. If I did, I have to agree. Yeah. So don't watch it on Facebook because yeah. all you'll hear is yeah. Don't. <laughs> uh. Gotta love technology. Um, let's. But yeah. Um. Oh, and okay. So you brought up a British short. Can the, I just? Yeah, and this is again. Here's a trip. disclaimer. Big disclaimer. Um, TV show not necessarily for children, but I've been watching um Call the Midwife, which is a show on the BBC, and it covers a whole range of issues and disabilities and all that other stuff i think and again this kind of speaks against what i said before of why is down syndrome so accepted they have a character with down syndrome that's recurring on the show so like he kind of like shows up when he's off from school break and all that stuff um and i want to say the school he's in is more of like an institute you know an institution but the show is set in like the late fifties, early sixties. So you got it's so period. It's okay. It's period. So And is in, this on Netflix? In my mind or? that way, it's okay the way they do it. But he's also even given the time period, the character is treated so well and so normally that I'm like, Oh thank God. Um that like and it's funny because the way they introduced this character was his mother hid him away from his family. Mm-hmm. Like, from everybody. Nobody even knew he lived in the apartment. Nothing. Well, then his mother died in the middle of mass, which is horrible and tragic in this whole other thing. Well, the only reason why he was, you know, brought into society was because he has, his father had left or whatever, or is dead, who knows. Um, and his cousin became his, as they say in Britain, his, you know, his ward or whatever, Fred, the gardener and general handyman, who was a great character on the show, um, takes, you know, custody of Reggie and Mm -hmm. they actually bring him out in the world. They let him run errands. He becomes friends with people in the show and it's like normal the fact that he is down syndrome is like not an issue whatsoever and when was this filmed um it's still on now in britain it's done i want to say 
this season there's two more episodes, but it's in the middle of the seventh season. Um, is it on Netflix or online? It's, or? On, it's on. It's on net. Well, some episodes are on Netflix. Although I have to say, it is um, a TV series about a group of religious order that their terrorism is to provide nursing care and mainly deliver babies. So if like childbirth is not your purview to watch on TV, this is not the show for you. Um, like it, like even some things I'm like, um, and my mother's a nurse and I still sit there and go, um, (laughs) but just, just the way he's executed and they kind of deal with like the little quirks Mm -hmm. that he has, like, when are you coming back? You can't say to him, I'm coming back in half an hour. You have to point to the clock and say, I'm coming back when the big hand is on this number and the little hand is on this number. Mm-hmm. But you're like, okay, that's Reggie. That's how he operates. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, would you like jelly on your toast or would you like butter on your toast? It's one of those things. Like, yeah. it's a personal choice. But I think I'd like to see more of that. Granted, more of that with people that have disabilities other than Down syndrome. Yeah, um, I, yeah, but, I def- definitely agree. But oh my god, so good. Um, and even like when his mother died, the pastor no knew he liked gardening, mm-hmm. so he let him throw. What are the things that grow into trees? Acorns? Do acorns grow into trees? The. the uh, I don't yeah, know. I'm acor- not a yeah. plant person. Anyway, yeah, no. let's just say acorns yeah, or something in that realm of shape um and he says to reggie at the end are you ready and he dumps the acorns on the casket so then they can grow into some plant where his mother's buried i thought that was great because it helped him understand what happened to his mother and it included something that he liked and that he enjoyed i thought that was fabulous um is he my favorite character on the show not necessarily do i like the way other people interact with him absolutely um so, so yeah. yeah, so this movie, oh, this TV show. They TV show. He's about. not He's not in every episode. He's not in every series. So you kind of just have to like henpeck for him. Right. But <laughs> he, he's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, um, they, do have, they do have episodes with dealing with other disabilities. I, it's kind of like a one and done episode yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. what do you do with a kid with spina bifida? Yeah. But then it's like, what do you do with a kid with spina bifida? In the 50s. Because yeah. what you do with, with them in the 50s is certainly not what you would Dude. do with them now. So, I mean, put it in historical context. And I kind of think I like, in a weird way, I like how disability is portrayed more in period pieces than it is today. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because did I put this in the show notes? Oh, yeah. yeah. I put this in the show notes. And I don't even know if this sentence makes sense to anybody, but here, I'll just read it. Mm. I said, is TV behind societies behind is in, like, timeless. Yeah. Is TV behind society's acceptance of disability, or does it add fuel to the fire, or is it something else? So, are, are is society more accepting of disability? And TV is behind, like, behind the curve? Or... What, like, here's me being all philosophical, but, um, 
But like, what is it? How can we fix it? I have no idea. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have no, idea no idea too. too but I, I, we have no clue. Yeah. yeah. But if you, <laughs> if you guys, if you have any insights, then let us know. This is another podcast. Wait, whoops! Sorry, sorry. sorry. Wait, no, I, I, I accidentally muted you by accident. <laughs> you muted me. Okay. Dan <laughs> wants me to shut up now. <laughs> No, I, I was trying to I was trying to fix the the echo I was doing. Um, that's me trying to <laughs> produce the show. Uh, Although we can talk about, uh, but the one thing can we can we discuss this in the pre-show yeah. on the new version of Lost in Space that's on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... Okay, again, another disclaimer. Incredibly stressful show. This is not, as I keep telling people, this is not like, let me watch an episode wind down. No, this is like, oh my God, what else can happen to these people? Um, so, uh, as my trainer put it, because my trainer was recently in two car accidents in like the span of two days. Um, as he put it, it's like somebody being in two car accidents a day in every episode. <laughs> um, so it's very, for a kid show, it's very stressful. But... For those who may have watched the original um, TV series, which I will be starting to watch myself, um, or the movie with, oh God, he was on Friends. Matt LeBlanc was in it, and like Lacey Chabert and like Amy Rogers and all these people you would recognize like from the 90s, but not necessarily now. Um, It's more of like an updated version. Mm -hmm. There is an episode where one of the guy's legs get crushed in an accident. And so he says, am I going to be able to walk again? I thought he meant he was paralyzed because you literally can see nothing. Like they've got him strapped on a backboard, collared the whole thing. Um, Pretty accurate medical portrayal in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. I just pretend I have medical knowledge. I don't necessarily have medical knowledge. Um, and she's like, well, you, the doctor you, goes, well, like, uh, I don't know, or yeah. something. And he goes, oh, that's okay. He goes, I know, you know, a biomedical engineer. He'll just buy me, you know, build me a badass pair of new legs. And, like, that was it. I was like, yes! Like, yeah, the loss of your legs is upsetting, and I get that there's, like, a grief process in that. But the fact that he said that within, like, two seconds, and in the process of pretty much dying i was like oh well he just i was like prosthetics are acceptable in whatever year this is yeah how awesome is that um you know i i don't remember what episode it's in so you're gonna kind of have to watch it yeah i think you watch how many episodes i've only watched full episodes so and I, it's not, it's, it's after that. It, it, Maybe it, it, it's like uh, five or six. I don't know. I watched all ten in one day. That's how stressed out I was about the show. I was like, they have to find some way out off the planet. And it left me very high strung. Apparently it didn't leave you very high strung because you were able well, to stop watching. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was a little like, ah! Yeah, well, and the, the episode's all... In all along, so I <laughs> don't have that much time to actually sit down and. 
Well, I didn't have it either. I was yeah. supposed to be writing cover letters for things, and I'm like, well, there goes my day. Um, <laughs> but, 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 folks, if you guys have seen Lost in Space, let us know on, on Netflix. It's good. I'm just. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. The stress level is just a little too high. Just. It's not a before bed TV show. No. At least if you're me. Um, so if you, uh, the, 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 there's also that movie Whale Hope, Whale Hope Glows. I don't know if you saw that. No. Um, I asked you what do we view, and the Paduso didn't really, didn't really like it that much. But um, if you don't like bad reviews, I'm sorry. You should not be a producer. Not yeah. that I'm saying you should like every review that you've gotten. No. But like, if you're a producer or an actor or something. Those gonna... You need to get used to criticism or you're in the wrong line of work. Yeah. So, uh, it's I'll try to find it on Special Chronicles. Uh, we had uh, the actor uh, Chris Palaha and the two of the lead actors as well as the director on and in a couple of different episodes. Um, I got it. On my bookshelf, I think they sent me a copy. I don't know, um, but it, it's, it's. So you get sent free stuff. I just either have to hope <laughs> it's on demand yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, well, in on, on my new DVD, you know, recordable. Yeah. Now that I have a DVR, and um, yeah, well, God, I love that thing. Can <laughs> I just DVR yeah. has changed my life. Um, yeah, and it's so nice. And the, the thing with a lot of these independent films is the first time that you have a director or an actor on, the title is one thing. So, like, it, for example, like the, the same thing with, either with um, Where Hope Grows or Produce or the movie A, a Boy Called Paul. I think it was originally called just Paul. Like, they changed the, 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 the name. Like when 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 you first have them on, and then like once 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 it actually comes out on on DVD or on Netflix or Amazon or where, where, wherever you can watch it, then they change the name totally different. So that's funny. I don't know. Um, but that that movie Way Hope Goes. If you guys are interested in that, I'll I'll, I'll try to put that in the show notes. Um. Yeah, I wrote it down. Um, since we're in the movie section, I also wrote down... Um, I know everybody's been telling me about this movie, Margarita with a Straw, and how it's like the best disability movie they've probably ever seen. I watched it. I thought it was good. Um, Is it worth my I think time? I, I think I let the hype get to me a little yeah. bit, because by the end of it, I'm like, that's it. That's all there was. What was the big deal? Um, so, yeah, it's a good movie. It's, again, Margarita with Straw. Um, some adult content, it's on Netflix. Well, it's available on Netflix. I don't know where else you can get it. Because although I have an Amazon Prime account, I, like, never stream shows on Amazon until they send me that letter of, like, by the way, do you know you're not using all your membership benefits? Oh, yeah. Um, and then I last like two days and then I forget again. Um, so 
I think it was a good movie. I don't necessarily, for me, didn't live up to the hype. I think we can do better. Mm-hmm. And I also think the actress that's in it doesn't have CP. Yeah. So, um, and another movie that, again, deals with CP, um, but does not have an actor with CP. Um, but I thought, I think is a better movie than Margarita with Straw, um, is Music Within. I think I've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, so, that's another one. I would say, as far as disability movies go, the fundamentals of caring and music within have to be, like, my two favorite movies, like, ever. Um, you said so, the... For, I mean, for disability-related You movies. said the um, fundamentals of Keown and what was the other movie? Music within. Music within. It's in the show notes, so I can just put it down yeah. into the... Mentioned in the show section. Okay. Um, since we're at about an hour and four minutes, we could, um, <laughs> um, we can, add, I mean, there's stuff we can, we'll turn it into, we'll, we can discuss and maybe we can turn it into another episode cause it does kind of go, go. Yeah. 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 We could talk about TV and, uh, movies. <laughs> disability. We could Go talk about this for like another hour. Let's not. Yeah, I have let's... to say though, as far as show notes go, I think this is the first time we've actually had an entire page of show notes. Yeah, I, 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 I think. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll just get. I'm. This is what I texted him. I'm just gonna put in a couple of things that I've watched lately that I think we can talk about. And yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's partly why you did not put any show notes no, it was because it was like, whoa. Well, <laughs> well, Sarah spent a little bit too much time with her. Yeah. And, 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 I, I'm, a long t- I'm, not, I'm in a long-term relationship with my Netflix account. Yeah. And, uh, I was fine. I, I mean, I I didn't even type. I, I was going to type up these notes from the this um, um, respectability webinar that I... That I um, attended last week did i do that no um so let's just out we're gonna as we come to a close we'll do our picks of the week that we may or may not have picked for you guys but we'll i'll make it up we'll we'll figure this out Thank you, Pat Cohen, for that. If you, if you, if, Did you if, ever tell her that we use her soundbite? I don't know. Maybe I don't. I can't. Jeff sent. You should probably do that. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I should. Um. Okay. Um. I will. I mean, we. I. I don't use it that much, but we'll. Yeah, well. So, Pat. If if you happen to be listening to this, I apologize. Well, I don't give her name endorphins. It's okay. Yeah, I'll give, yeah. Uh, and um, listen, you can go check out Pat Cone and find out what she's doing. Uh, picks of the week. Do you want to go for sale or do you want me to? Okay, well, because we didn't get to this um, in the show, but I'll just bring it up to bring it up. Um, I, and I think of all the notes that I made, I think this is the only one we didn't touch on. Um, on I don't know how many people watch the NCIS franchise or franchises because now there are three series. Um, there's the 
NCIS with Mark Harmon. Then there's NCIS LA, which with Chris O'Donnell and LL Cool J, which is fine. Um, it's okay. Not my favorite. And then there's one. It's NCIS New Orleans. So my pick of the week is going to be NCIS New Orleans. Um, and the reason why I'm picking it is because there is a character um, in the series that has a spinal cord injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, the actor does in fact have a spinal cord injury. So there's some realism there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say they probably brought up his disability like once. Mm-hmm. And it was like in terms of the accident that left him with a spinal cord injury. Um, but this is somebody who is obviously a fictionalized version, but I'm sure there are real people. Mm-hmm. And again, if you are a real person in this situation, please let us know. Um, yes. But he helps solve crimes. Grant, he does it in a lab. He's not like running down people, you know, holding them at gunpoint, mm-hmm. but he has an integral part in helping solve crimes, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that needs to be shown more on TV. So there's my pick of the week. Okay. Oh, and the character's name is Patton. And is, is, is this an entire season? No, I, I haven't. Yeah, it, no, it's, he's on, he's been on several seasons. So okay. he's, Unlike Reggie and Call the Midwife, Patton is basically in every single episode. So even if you just want to like go watch it once, I don't know. Okay, and but, and oddly enough, there aren't there weren't a lot of articles when he became a main character. Yeah, on the show there weren't a lot of so. There you go. If you didn't know there was somebody with a disability on in the NCIS franchise, now you know. And now you can go watch it. And now you can go watch. So my pick of the week is. Uh, I mentioned it during the show, but the respectability uh, Hollywood Disability Toolkit, their guide to inclusion in the entertainment industry. And what I liked about this, it's a living document, but they, they touch on not just one disability, but they touch on all various types of of disabilities and um one like when i this this, this might have been in the webinar that i attended or it might have been in the actual document but they they mentioned that those one trillion dollars in the disability market when it uh comes to uh disability you mean that we would be willing to spend uh or that is spent on people with disabilities because that's Two totally different things. It's uh, and having a disability is not cheap. No, 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 no. As, no. They, as no. they brought up in speech. Um, I forgot what they actually said. I just wrote down. Uh, that's all I wrote down in my notes. So, um, but it, I'll I'll put a link to the tour guide in the show notes, and if you, if anyone is interested, you can uh. Check out this toolkit. They've got it's it's this PDF is so big, but they've got a number of different resources on there. You can contact their communications, the respectability communication instructor, um, or go back on this program and listen to that conversation with the communication communication instructor of respectability. But check out this toolkit if if if, if you want to know a little bit more about how. Uh, not just on TV, but also in, in films on on how 
uh, Hollywood and the entertainment industry can be more inclusive. So that's my pick of the week. Is it weird to say that I, if it wasn't for like streaming services and all that stuff, I think we probably wouldn't be having this conversation because yeah, stuff wouldn't be on TV. No, yeah, I think but we wouldn't know about it. No, those those. There's my my other deep thought. Yeah. Of the podcast. Those streaming services are and on demand is in you and much in this Sarah about DVR. I think on demand is the best way to actually watch on these demand shows. Is okay, here's why DVR is better. You can fast forward through the commercials. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which my mother realizes I just as a funny anecdote to the how far behind we've been with the cable. Um, our cable box that the one that I inadvertently killed, but I think it was like on its way out anyway, was 18 years old. Because um, there was apparently a bright yellow sticker telling the cable guy when it was installed to the point where when he came in to like install it, he goes, let's see what we're working with here. And he almost started laughing. But anyway, um, I was like, that's okay. We're pathetic. It's fine. Um, so now we're fine. We're like surge protected. Apparently we weren't even surge protected before, but I was showing my mother how the DVR works. And I'm like, by the way, now you can fast forward through the commercials. She's watching something on the DVR the other day and I'm in my computer and I can hear her watching TV. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, she probably fell asleep because she's like listening to commercials and she doesn't have to by the like second set of commercials. I hear from the other room. Why am I watching this when I can just fast forward through it? And she hits the fast forward button. She goes, "This is so much better." Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys lo- um, uh, we're gonna- love the fast forward function, team, let us know. Oh, if you want to fast forward through this podcast, oh no, butter yet. Go right ahead. Go ahead. No, butter yet. All the uh, partner or sponsor mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you want to fast forward through that, go ahead. But I would like to just say, you got if you have not checked out ComEd, um, go there. Uh, we've got a section on specialchronicles.com slash ComEd and thank them for supporting us this year. It's, uh, and for all of you guys who have donated. Uh, if you want to send your feedback, uh, feedback at specialchronicles.com, I will forward any hate mail to Sailor and she will reply to you. <laughs> Maybe she not. probably won't. I'm kidding. <laughs> but just send us whatever mail you want. Oh, you can on social media at Special Chronicles on Facebook and Instagram, at Special C Podcast on Twitter, and uh, no one has left us reviews on on Apple Podcasts to, to Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcast. But you can do that. Oh, I guess Is Apple Podcast a new thing. Not to sound like technologically behind, but. It's Again, I, I, it's they iTunes. They just have a okay. Yeah. It is iTunes. They just it renamed is. it. Okay. Yeah, they. Because all of a sudden, everyone's like, "I'm a podcast." I'm like, "Is this a new thing?" No, it's yeah. I, I it's it's iTunes and uh, so I, I I've been trying to say I have Apple Podcast now because yeah, they they changed that um, there. Uh, but people can I guess leave us reviews on our Facebook page. I just yeah discovered that some people have left us five star reviews so 
Um, thank you to all of you guys who have done that. And uh, now I think you can leave reviews on anybody's face, like okay. like your professional face, not your personal Facebook yeah. page, not like this. <laughs> but I think like like yeah. our our professional as professional as I get <laughs> um, our professional Facebook pages. I think you can leave reviews. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Which I'm like, I like reading reviews on other people's Facebook pages like that. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new hobby. And um, yeah, and most people are, uh, are either tweeting at us or sending us messages on Facebook or uh, instead of email. I don't. Not a lot of people email us, so just I guess use the social media and somebody will reply. And if, if, if probably if, you. If I don't, uh, no, actually, one of our board members, she actually uh, replied to some message that we got from somebody. Oh. So, yeah, somebody will. Well, somebody did. Yeah. but I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Uh, This is how I find out we get feedback, if at all. Dan goes, hey, did you see this? And I go, no, but that's cool. Yeah. Well, if you guys liked what we uh, talked about or anything, we hope and we'll put all all the TV shows and movies that we have mentioned. We'll put in the show notes, so you guys <coughs> can go check those out and anything else that we may have forgotten. I don't. Know. No, I think we hit most of it. Yeah, I think we can have a quick post show and discuss. Yeah. Yeah, quick post-show. On that note, we uh, hope that you... uh, I I probably won't do a lot of editing on this. (laughs) Okay. I don't think there's a lot to edit, but whatever. No. (laughs) Okay. Until next time. uh, Whenever that is for me. Whenever you guys can stay tuned (laughs) to Special Chronicles, because hopefully... Tim Shriver, Chairman of Special Olympics, will be on next week. I'm still waiting on details, and so it's just I don't know. Follow Special Chronicles on social on social media, and you'll find out if 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 Tim is on this program. Uh, gotta love booking, producing. Until next time. Any last words, here? Um, see you guys next time, whenever that would be for me. <laughs> if we'll you, see. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. If 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 if, if you listen and wait you want to say what to come back on, uh tweet at Sarah and uh and all such a chronicles and we'll You wanna hear my contradictory opinions to the rest of the planet that it sometimes <laughs> feels like, but yeah, then, then somebody uh, out there agrees with me. I know they do. Yeah, they just won't. I, I, I think in the past we have put your so, so, uh, social media in the. Uh, yeah, we'll put everything in the show notes. So you guys can go follow Sarah. I don't usually mention how you can follow me, but it's the the links are in the show notes. So just follow me if you want. And you'll be proud. Of that. And I will have a blog post coming out soon, probably today. But you probably won't get this out today, so. No, I'm, I, I probably won't get this out till next week. Okay. So. so, probably by the time this comes out, I'll have one or two blog posts up. Uh, maybe. All right. And in, until then, take care 
and God bless. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you can never do the intro on one take, can you? <laughs> no.